Cool. You're listening to Paint the Town Podcast with your hosts. L.A. Street Art Gallery resident artist, teacher, and founder of L.A. Street Art Gallery, James Chen of Hey, what's up, everyone? Yeah, what's up, Teach? Dude, welcome to the future. This is you know? the future, man. This is the fucking yeah. future of how we're going to do everything in life, man. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> well, hey, I mean, it, you know, this is, uh, this is a brand new thing, you know, the, the pandemic situation. But, um, you know, if, if this happens again, then... Um, you know, you got to figure at some point we're going to shift into, you know, it's going to be like the, the, um, the virus season where we just hull up and, you know, is this what's going to happen every year as we, you know, we're going to have to figure out some way of having masks, some kind of, uh, um, cause dude, it's going to take from what I hear, how long, a year and a half, like 18 months to get a <laughs> vaccine. Well, well, you know what, man? I mean, I think at the end of the day, we can always look to, uh, like asia what's going on to kind of figure out like how our future is going to be because if you if you don't remember man at the beginning in january when this shit was going on in china um you know americans we didn't understand how serious that was probably because people weren't telling us how serious it was right if you would say so yeah, you know from what i have heard we were being told it's it was just the blue virus. people weren't wanting to deal with it you know also, um, we had our president tell us it was a weak virus, like it's not a big deal, kind of, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, well, like, I, I remember a very specific video where I saw him saying there's 15 cases, pretty soon it'll be pretty close to zero. And, you know, um, yeah, that's, that's completely um, so unrealistic at this point. Um, well, the good thing is, like, if you look to China right now, man, um wuhan is basically by the end of the week where the epicenter of the virus started it's gonna actually uh start uh letting people travel outside of wuhan okay so that's kind of <clears throat> that's kind of a uh at least for me i'm kind of seeing it as a positive thing like this vi they didn't report any new cases this week in the epicenter i mean i don't know how many times i've heard in the past month oh you can't trust china's fucking numbers look at the end of the day that's all we got whether you trust it or not <laughs> you know I mean, that's all that's all we have okay talking about trusting things i don't know who to trust these days you know um when we got our, our government is moving so slow um you know it's like okay well who do we trust as to what is really going on why things are being held up why do we not have enough tests and why do we not have enough um you know emergency procedures in place you know whose fault is that i think um yeah i mean you know what i mean i want to give credit where credit's due i feel like our governor is actually keeping us pretty well informed man like it, you, you know what i mean it's no ours uh gavin newsom um and uh cuomo uh andrew cuomo holy yeah. cow uh just to give you an idea here's a good uh reality check my wife has been very much in touch with all of her friends in europe and um <laughs> I mean, first of all, we are no longer a world power, okay? The U.S. is no longer a world power. I mean, when you have, like, um, you know, China has already sent aid to um, Italy. They sent 10 airplanes of medical supplies to Italy. And even the Russians, 
even the Russians have sent medical supplies to Italy. And we're so far on the other side of that, like we can't even take care of ourselves. Yeah, I mean. So that right there is a pure indication that we are no longer a, you know, one of the leading world powers. We're not the leading world power. We're no longer number one. Well, I mean. Now, when yeah. it comes to what we should do and what's being done, um, the, uh, the Germans, my wife is just is, is paying attention and listening to the Germans and listening to what they say. Because at this point, we, we don't know what to, to trust over here. Yeah, I think in Germany, um, they banned groups of two or more groups of more than two, basically. So I don't know how that worked outside in public, basically, right? So well, dude, they had their entire country, um, almost the entire country tested by now. Oh, wow. Yeah, they had drive-through testing uh, centers set up, and they they were just on top of everything. Um, well you know, you know, let me, let me, uh, lighten up the, uh, mood a little bit. So any, I have a theory. Okay. I have, I have a theory. And I got off track there. Actually, the reason why I brought all that up is because my wife said that she had about 27 of her European friends emailing her a video of Andrew Cuomo and mm -hmm. him. It was at a meeting that they had about the coronavirus about four days ago and just being very presidential. Yeah, like I mean, well, keeping things I don't simple. Know if you saw, did you see the video of Andrew Cuomo and his younger brother, Cuomo, who's a CNN anchor, like arguing on the air? <laughs> I was just like, first of all, fuck the younger brother, man. I was just like, dude, you don't need. To, you know what? I'm boycotting fucking CNN now, dude. Like straight up, it's just like I can't even go on that side anymore, man. Because you know what it says, like California. That's why I check all of them, dude. I check. Yeah, no, all I, of I check them. all of them for sure. But I, it was just like. The headline was California's in lockdown. And then I look on ABC7 and it's like, Governor uh, Newsom issues, stay at home, safer at home, state not in lockdown. It's just like, dude, this is clearly contradicting fucking news. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like, yeah. it's still fucking annoying, man. And like, you know, uh, like I said, man, I've always, I'm a libertarian. I've always leaned to the left a little bit more. But at this time, I find myself going to like some fucking... My, one of my Republican friends like to find seek comfort of actual like legitimate news that's not like fear mongering. You know, what I mean, it's sad, man. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> so okay, let me, this... get to my, let me get to my theory though, real quick. Okay, just lighten oh, yeah. up the mood a little bit. So I'm just saying, any anybody ever wonder? You know, I've I've been to a lot of places. I've been to Italy. I've been to Spain. I've been to France, and all these places that are the epicenter of like. Um, at the epicenter of like the <clears throat> the coronavirus man they when they see each other they grab each other's faces and they kiss each other on both oh chairs, yeah, yeah. twice you know twice. once on this side once on that side right yeah, exactly i'm just saying like has anybody ever talked about so this if you thing? only had the coronavirus over here you know they're gonna get it <laughs> exactly and then you know, you your face. i'm just saying like you know in china like the the cases now there's a billion people and the cases are less than these areas man i'm just saying like, just like, you know, we shouldn't be kissing each other like when we see each other, man. It's always weird. Although, now, wait a second. In, in China now, the, the personal space over there, they're, like, right up on us like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now but they, they weren't trying to kiss. They weren't trying to, like, you know, kiss or anything. However, yeah. when you're that close, all it takes is one little... <clears throat> exactly, exactly. But you know what, man? Everybody's wearing masks now in China. And I'm just saying, honestly, it's probably... I'm going to say as a Chinese person, so it's not racist, man. If they, if they would have warned everybody like faster, it probably could have been better, but you can all, you can't look at life through the rear view, man. You know what I mean? It's just like, 
you know, you know, and I feel like it's like, you know, talking about whether it's a Chinese virus or not, that's just a distraction, man. That has nothing to do with like helping the situation or anything like that. You, you know what I mean? Like at the end well, of the I, day. I, okay. So, um, wherever it happened, you know, uh, that's one thing, but there's, there's, you know, guys out there that think that they created this thing in a lab. Yeah. And from what I've seen, the, the research that I've seen, um, what they're saying is that there's no way it could have been created in a lab the way it, it's responding. I mean, so yeah, that's I at least reassuring, you know, um, but I can't help but, you know, um, think that, you know, it's a little bit of, uh, of population control with how they handle these things and, yeah, and notifying, you know, like when we were, dude, when we were in Shanghai, you remember how they, the, the care they take of some of their workers over there? Yeah. Dude, these guys were working at night in the street with no lights, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think at the end of the day, this is Mother Nature's way of population control, man. You, you know what I mean? It's like, well, yeah, it, it came from animals. Yeah, exactly. You know, That's it, what it I'm saying. Like, at the end of the day, we should call it the bat virus. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Bat Instead of virus. Chinese virus. <laughs> you know, I, but I'm just saying, look, at the end of the day, if there was some motherfucker that was eating bats, it's fucked up, man. Like, you know what I mean? It's just, but the thing is, like, you know what? You got to think about it. It's like, maybe they've been eating, like, this stuff forever, man. Who are you to fucking say, like, you can't eat whatever, man? Because it's like, dude, people get sick from food all the time, man. And it's like, dude, don't be... If you're in there, if you're a person that's fucking constantly saying like, oh, these motherfuckers ate bat, you're in a fucking very privileged position where you can fucking eat hamburgers and McDonald's, man, okay? So I'm yeah. just saying, I don't, I'm just, at the end of the day, what I- I agree, I agree. Yeah, what I think is kind of like cool is that we're, I literally feel like the whole world is like trying to combat this virus together, you, you know? And, and in my whole lifetime, and this is definitely crazier than 9-11, man. Because like as yeah. an American, we kind of just, if you weren't in Manhattan, New York, like you were kind of just standing on the sideline. And for us, it's like, hey man, even though there's only one case in this like general like population area, everybody's got to do their part to stay home, man. And I think it's like, it's awesome to see how people are responding to it, how people are abandoning together. How I got to dump some fucking media outlets because they're just fear mongering and you can fucking see it, you, you, you know what I mean? And it's just like, uh, <clears throat> Um, at the end of the day, man, I think, you know, it's kind of annoying that a lot of artists have been taking this point and a lot of stay-at-home parents have been taking this point like, oh, the coronavirus hit my lifestyle hasn't changed at all. To be honest, it's just like, hey, man, I stay at home all the time and write music. You know, I mean, like, uh, I stay at home. If I'm not doing the podcast or if I'm not traveling for work and now traveling for work, I'm kind of just working at home all the time. It's, right. it's kind of nice, actually. I have a lot of time, you know, I mean, but don't, don't gloat it in people's faces man I'm like oh dude like I, I was prepared for this and my lifestyle doesn't change at all you, you, know, you know so i don't know yeah, well, I, I put a video up um you know basically <laughs> uh reaffirming how right? hard it is to to homeschool kids you know because we got the twins you know how has that been man <laughs> uh, well you know my son has sensory processing disorder and so um Usually he he's a little bit better about it when he's in school when he or in areas where he knows he has to behave himself. Mm -hmm. But when he's at the house, you know, usually he's a little bit more lax and not as focused on how he has to manage his struggles when it comes to that. So when it comes to trying to work with him on lessons at, at home, it's it's a it's a struggle. 
um, you know, the, I, I do PE and I do art with them. And, um, Jeez. oh my God, I, uh, so Georgie is, you know, she's just, she's got more patience and focus than Linux. And so, you know, I didn't, I didn't cut a stencil until I was about 14 years old. Okay. And Georgie wanted to cut a stencil and so did Linux. So I was like, okay, so we're going to go through the whole process. We're going to take our time doing this and everything. And the first time you taught them how to do it. Yeah. Wow. That's kind of cool, man. Yeah, but Wait, it's still, nah, really, I don't it's, know, it's, your facial expression. It sounds cool. <laughs> it sounds cool. Right. Okay. But, um, it, it's, it's, uh, man, to do those little things, man. Did the kids, did the kids have patience? To... Georgie has a little bit more than Linux does just because of sensory processing disorder, you know, mm. um, you know, but even still, you know, at nine and a half years old, they're only nine and a half years old, dude. And they they got a, you know, a very sharp utensil. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's hard to get them to understand Jim Linux a little bit more than Georgie, but you know, the way you cut and slice instead of scraping and, and, and scraping to pick it up, you, you know, you're supposed to like scoop it up and, you know, I, I show them like a dozen times, but they still, you well, know, it helps me understand how most people, they just, they can't help, but um, revert to doing it a certain way. And the only thing you can do cool, is just man. keep I've going. Taking a look at this video, does this video work right here? It's like, that was, that was a really cool video, man. I did see it, you know what I mean? And like I said, it's a very, teach bust out these stencils like they're nothing, man. You, you know what I mean? And like, but it's a very <laughs> tedious technique, man. It's kind of cool that we can actually show video this way, man. You, you I know, know man. So, the uh, whole time, though, I was, I was just, um, you know, I'm sitting there going, just, okay, it's, you know, she's peeling it, getting her hand, finger next to the blade and everything. But so when I was cutting a stencil with Lennox, um, what happens with him is he's, his focus is is amazing for like a few moments but then all of a sudden it starts fading and then he starts going too fast and not exactly going all the way through and then um then he just starts losing patience and then it's like okay uh um you know slow down slow down you know try to you know calm down or whatever and then at some point it's just like <sighs> you know it's it, there's there's no slowing down and he starts getting frustrated and so it, it dude it's it's hard man it's hard to try to keep your cool and to try to get him to calm down and and not get upset with himself but that's what one of the to... curious lennox like what happens when he like gets frustrated does he like like kind of get his feather ruffled up a little bit or oh like... yeah yeah that's part of the sensory processing disorder though it, no, i mean i don't really like i said when i meet when i meet your son man he seemed like a very like nice normal kid man so i mean Maybe well, that's, because he's, dude, that's because we took him when he, were, he was in therapy. He was in speech therapy, mm -hmm. physical therapy, and behavioral therapy. Mm. And uh, it costed us a ton, but it was, it was worth it because, you know, he, he had something he'll struggle with all his life. I see. Um, but it, it helps him to understand what it is that he has to do in order to, to, you know, have better control of himself. And so, you know, in certain situations, he knows he has to behave himself. So is it kind of like Tourette's, man? Um, not so much, uh, well, a little bit because it's uncontrolled. I mean, a, a sensory process, processing disorder, you know, you don't have a con, uh, control over how bad it is or how, you know, if it's going to be bad or not. Mm. Um, that's, that's something that is, you know, it's, it's, um, like impulse control. Um, uh, okay, they I get see. emotional very quickly. It's very similar to what an autistic kid deals with.
oh, just okay. not as is at a high as you know a high degree as an autistic kid does so it's um, like frustration basically maybe he can be like oh dude i'm really like frustrated and then he can't really just he can't he yeah you can't focus on it and, and get it figured out because his mind's going a million miles a minute um and so uh you know he doesn't want to be uh like that but you know sometimes he just can't help it so um you know doing pe with them is fun uh i really enjoy doing PE. well i um oh dude it was tough last week because it was raining mm. you know and so basically i had them running around inside running up the stairs like a little pattern you know i had them do like 10 laps and then doing crunches um you know little tabletop exercises uh yoga exercises and stuff um but then days like today where it's nice outside um i have a, a little pattern set up in the backyard where i make them run and have like an area where they sprint another area where they do like high knees or something like that yeah um that's cool so we man. have kind of like a you know we have a little routine get them warmed up get the core strong make sure that you know they're doing their crunches um and then uh Today we actually did some dumbbell exercises. I'm doing like some some military press, you know, with eight pounds in each hand. Uh, curious. Do kids have to still do PE regularly at school? I mean, I don't know. I'm just curious. No, dude, they don't even do it every day at school. They're getting. They they don't have art at school. They go to like a, right they now. Usually go to like a a creative school though, right? Not like a public school though, right? It's a public school. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. No, they go to they go to they go to a public school. Oh, okay. um but dude most public schools nowadays they they don't have pe and they don't have art oh my god and so they have what's called an art docent which okay. i actually went in and helped with one time but about okay. lost my mind because dude i'll be honest with you man and, and i've told people this like you know they say oh your name's teacher so you, you teach art you teach art classes i'm like no <laughs> especially the kids because i like I love having fun and playing and, and whatever with kids, but to teach a kid how to do certain types of artwork, like cutting stencils, dude, that's a very advanced thing. You know, well, you know, here, here's the thing, man. Maybe, okay, like I said, I never thought about this, but maybe when people ask you that, you can just do your stencil demonstration, the spray paint, because that's easy, right? Yeah, but then you got to worry about having masks for everyone. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that's true. If they're going to be outside for you. I'm just saying, like, in the future, maybe we can, if a teacher asks you to do that, we can, like, go in as a podcast, and then, like, I'll do the talking, and you just spray, and then do a ta-da. <laughs> like, you know, I'm willing to help you, man. No, I got to tell you, though, uh, <laughs> I, my, my working with schools um, came to a, uh, a change, uh, I guess, was a year before last? Oh, after um, your good year. Because, uh, well, I just had this one experience. And it was at Fairfax High School, and it was enough for me to go, okay, you know what? Not going to do this anymore. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, first of all, if you're teaching how to cut, cut stencils to a class, it's, it's dangerous to begin with because you got, you know, anywhere from, nice. I don't know, 15, 20, maybe 30 kids, each one with a, an X-Acto knife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and if, maybe you could change it up instead of using the knives, just like demonstrate the spraying part and not even have them demonstrate it just do it yourself <laughs> and then just well, get a different all thing. my That's video right. at home <laughs> yeah no the reason the reason why i quit doing like um any kind of work where i'm coming to one-on-one -on -one, uh speaking with the kids or something like that i'm not going to ever do that again 
okay. because for this one project, um, I, uh, I took pictures of each one of the kids, printed it out, and then let them that. use that to cut the stencil with. Yeah. Now, when I did that at uh, the American um, uh, Junior High uh, with, um, oh my God, her, her, I can think of her, um, her Instagram, uh, time, for, time for Art class, um, but I'm blanking on her name. Oh my God. Anyway, this teacher was awesome. She took pictures and printed all of them out and everything, right? Anyway, so I had to take the pictures. And as I'm taking these pictures, um, this girl comes up in line and she was, you know, kind of feeling um, a little embarrassed because uh, her friends were making fun of her. And so I said, oh, sweetie, don't worry about it. You're beautiful, you know, and took a, took a picture. That was it, okay? Come to find out, I guess it was uh, within like a day or so, the, uh, the magnet office got in touch with me and they're like, hey, so um, we had an issue. One of the students complained um, that you were uh, kind of flirting with her. <laughs> and I was how like, old, what? How old is this little student? Uh, 12? Well, you know, uh, I guess they were ninth, 10th or 11th, no, 10th or 11th grade, I think. This class had 10th and 11th graders. And so, dude, all that's all it was. I told this girl, you know, oh, don't worry about your friends. You know, you're, you're beautiful, you know? That was it. And so yeah. this girl took it as I was flirting with her. Oh, no, that's not good. I guess, you know, there's like rules to how you can act as a uh, administrator, right? Or whatever. Well, it just helped me with the decision that, you know what? I'm not going to be doing this anything to where I'm, you know, that, I mean, dude, this, the teacher was standing right there too. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, that was one of the saving graces was that the teacher was there too. But the fact that the teacher was there and this still went to an to an office and there was a, an issue, um, you know, it, it's uh, you know, yeah, that was, that, was, mean, that was too much. You know, I'm not going to do that. I see what you mean. I don't mind going and talking to an entire class. Yeah, you know, but as far as doing a project with them where they're going to be coming up and I'm going to be speaking one on one, no, I'm not going to do that anymore. It's Great. just not smart. Well, the moral of the story, man, is, uh, you know, you got to teach your own kids right now, suckers. <laughs> all, the all the teachers are doing online class, you're saying, right? Well, dude, you know what? I got to give it to my, my wife and uh, our friend Dale that lives with us. They, um, he has been, they have been taking care of the, the math and English and social studies and reading comprehension. Mm. Um, that's something I always, I always struggle with that stuff because of my partial dyslexia. Mm. Um, did my best to study and everything, just never did well on tests and everything, and didn't didn't understand why until like in my thirties, you know. Oh, I see. Like, well, what? Look, I mean, it tells me it's partially dyslexic. I'm like, why do you why do you tell me this when I was younger and I'm trying to figure out why I can't <laughs> do well in school? Why do you why do you think I could just get B's and and C's and stuff? I'm doing my best. I thought I was stupid, man. I was <laughs> fucked up. There's a difference. You know, well, you excel at other things, obviously, man. You, you, you know what I mean? But you know what? Did you watch the Wonder Years back in the day? Oh, uh, with um, Kevin uh, Arnold. Yeah, um, I, I saw like maybe a couple episodes. I, I'm just saying I was watching that and they were in gym class. Like, you know, you had to climb up the rope and they had you had to pick teams. Yeah, kids don't have any of that shit these days anymore. They don't deal with like those type of problems anymore, right? Basically, no, like, you pick last. You know, you can't do push-ups. The the pull, right? Those are those are problems that let's like. I'm pretty sure that I feel like as a elder millennial Gen Xer kind of like 
Gen Y person, like I'm literally the last fucking generation of people that had to deal with that because the kids these days, they grow up so different than how we um, grew up because pretty much how I grew up is the same up to 1950s. They were doing the same shit, the presidential program, (laughs) (laughs) running the mile, you you know what I mean? Like, right? I I don't know. I'm just saying, I have no idea how kids grow up these days. You can't do that these days. You can't put that kind of expectations on kids anymore. You can't make them play games that are going to be any kind of a, you know, a peer pressure, you know, traumatic possible experience for them anymore. But also you you can't, you can't beat kids anymore. You can't like go get licks from the the principal. (laughs) Dude, I got licks from the principal when I was in uh, junior high and high school. Really? (laughs) Oh yeah. Okay. We didn't have that. We didn't have that. You know, you bent my ass over, wham, wham, and it was just like, oh, lit your ass up, dude. With, with yeah. a paddle or like with a yeah, rope? Yeah, with a paddle. Dude, it's getting oh, close to 2.30. Okay, okay. Actually, uh, I'm going to, yeah. He, um, TK is running a little bit behind right now, but um, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to send him it later and we'll just record. We'll just chat until, um, until, uh, yeah. So for the audience, man, we're basically, we're going to, we're going to have TK from uh, Up Magazine on. And to give us an update from New York, where uh, it, it's pretty bad right now, you know. And um, you know, I just talked to him, and uh, he's, you know, so he's gonna kind of give us an update. So uh, at, in uh, in twenty minutes, we're gonna cool, uh, give him a call. So let me just send him the password real quick to this meeting. Um, but anyways, man, I think um, this, you know, during this period of time, man, I've been able to kind of like release make some new music man so it's nice yeah i'm like this year i think i've already written four songs and it's 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 only end of march man so like that that's pretty fucking like it's pretty it's pretty solid man like you know i mean i'm like dude Dude, hey you know what it's it's uh you know it's gonna make um men or mice out of you you know you're either gonna go scurry and hide and freak out or he's gonna make a man out of you like i said Um, man I feel like now, as a street artist, as a graffiti artist or whatever, um, you know, uh, I got a piece I want to put up tonight, actually. Well, um, well, you did put up a piece and you didn't tell anybody that you're going to do it. And then all of a sudden I started seeing it popping up in a, oh, a the street TV art. guy. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, nice, man. Nice. Like, uh, you, you know, that, that's, uh, I wish I could do have pieces like that all the time. You know what I mean? I wish I, I had good time, good, but dude, this idea came up and it was, it was late at night when the idea came up. And so, um, let's see, it was on a Friday night and I was just so, um, wrecked, mentally wrecked from everything that I just didn't have it in me to cut the stencil. Mm. And so the next day, um, you know, I, I realized that my God, I'm going to be sitting here, doing nothing because I can't go here and do that. Can't go there and do that. I can't go here and do. And I was like, you know what? I got time to cut this damn stencil. If you don't and know, I do this. If the audience doesn't know, teacher did a real cool stencil of a, uh, of a guy who was wearing a trench coat and um, basically slang, you know, normally they would slang drugs out of the, their trench coat, but uh, this guy's slang a teepee. And, oh, there you go, man. <laughs> it's it's kind of cool as I saw it appearing on like street art group and blogs already you, you, you oh know i know yeah it's got some good coverage this thing. Um, it's got some good coverage too man so so i was like oh that's pretty cool man you, you, you know <laughs> um, but hey man i'm gonna i was thinking maybe maybe i can show you the uh my new track man like it, it's kind of yeah cool. you, you know what i mean 
Um, I'm not sure how well it'll come through on uh, the uh, the sound system, but at least on my side, it'll record for audience and I can master it later. So it sounds okay. So let me. Anyways, guys, just check out, go check out my, that track. Um, it's called Freak. I named it after uh, Franklin and Cyrus after we hung out with them, man. So check it out, man, when you guys get the chance. Nice. Just like a little, uh, I wouldn't say instrumental, but, you know, like a tech house, deep house track, man. So uh, I, you probably couldn't hear it too well through the speaker teach, huh? But Yeah, I was, it was, it would be up at certain volume, then all of a sudden it would drop down. Yeah, I used a lot of cool, like weird, like, noises inside this uh this track so even if you don't like house music go to my page and check it out i've been getting kind of some followers from the podcast man so on my music page so i really appreciate that guys nice um, yeah man so uh any, anyways so w any other updates man you said you got another idea that you're gonna work on too oh yeah tonight i, I want to go put a piece up but um well you, you don't basically uh 
What's that? Until after I like I like how you uh you know you don't say anything to anybody and you put I'm not gonna tell you what it is. Okay, okay, okay. No. Um <laughs> no, the other the other thing that happened was of course uh the, the residency at uh MRG Gallery uh came to a close because of the coronavirus. Oh yeah, um, obviously, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're just gonna uh you know postpone it until we get this all figured out. Um, yeah, man. I mean, you know, I, I I went to the grocery store to stock up on like a bunch of like just like meat and rice over here out in Brea. We're kind of like pretty far from everything, man. Y- y- you know, so uh, we kind of just. Uh, I think in Diamond Bar there's like one case, which is like the city north of me. You know, Walnut there's like an, one case. So I mean, it's not like. Sprints. Did you have a problem getting toilet paper? Uh, like I said, I, I kind of keep everything stocked already normally, so I, I don't... <laughs> and it's just know? you there, right? You don't have to worry about twins or anyone yeah, else. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's just me and my dog, Tucker, you, you know what I mean? And I brought my dog over because, like, uh, my 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 folks... Your dog? Yeah, yeah, I have a dog. Um, whenever, whenever you come over, man, I put him at my my, uh, my parents' house, my, my grandma's house, you, you know what I mean? They live together, so they... they I usually go over there and walk him every day. You know what I mean? It's like oh, okay. my grandma. But, you know. Kind of dog. Uh, he's kind of like a chow, man. Uh, yeah. He's like a chow mix. Yeah. He, he's 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 a pretty cool dog. But uh, anyways, I brought him over because they're not going to be going. My grandma's not going to be going outside for a little while to even like just like, she, you know, she's going to quarantine inside the house because she's like 90 years old. You know what I mean? <sighs> Dude. And then, yeah. So, uh, anyways, man, this is. Dude, my dad. My dad is is 85. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's but by luckily, his, what's that? He's by those Fort Lauderdale kids on spring break, man. No, no, he's oh. up in the other in the the Panhandle, Florida. Okay, what's yeah, called yeah, the, yeah. the Redneck Riviera. Okay. Um, no, he's he's a hermit anyway, dude. He doesn't give a shit. I mean, they oh they uh they closed down his church, uh, the church that I actually went to when I was young and everything because this new pastor that they had gotten in there. Um, uh, was found out there was some adultery going on. Mm. And so they had to get that pastor out of there. And then at the same time, they just overbuilt. They kept building and adding to the building and adding more to the building and to where they couldn't afford it anymore. So now they're having to sell it and move to a smaller church. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, so I got off the stuff. the gossip uh, that so red, Redneck Riviera. That's all he ever, he would just leave the house to go to church. Yeah. And then groceries, and that's it. That's all he does. Yeah, that's so, pretty much like my folks too. You know what I mean? And they go to Bible study on Wednesdays sometimes. You know, in their old <laughs> old age, right? So it's like now they literally have nothing to do. It's kind of crazy. I'm seeing. I'm like, you know, all those times you guys are telling me to stay home. I've finally gotten used to staying home, and I literally just, you know, I have my own house. It's it's nice. I make music here. You yeah, know, it is nice. Right, and this I like, enjoy I, hanging out honestly, there. I feel like a relief right now because I'm like, ah, you know what? There's no like social pressures right now. Like, oh, there's no, no FOMO there's nothing man. coming up. There's no big <laughs> events. There's nothing you got to get ready for or anything like that. You know, we're just you know doing what? some podcasts, <laughs> which is nothing really. Yeah, actually, you know what, Joe Joe Rogan, he's still doing um one on one podcasts with his closest friends like Burt Kreischer. Uh, you, you know what I mean? And then like, uh, I think it's pretty Tom Segura. I think it's pretty cool, man. Like, uh, at the end of the day, um, we're going to see, like, I think it's a time of opportunity. That's what everybody's been saying too. And uh, that's why we wanted to do this podcast to kind of just, uh, Hey man, we need to get in touch with each other to catch up anyway. So I feel hey, like man, the show's got to go on. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. It's got to go on and because we have the technology, you know what I mean? The technology is here. Uh, you know, it's like Gattaca now, 
Um, <laughs> the, the movie, Gattaca. I don't know if kids probably know what the fuck that is. Um, yeah, no, it's a good movie, man. I mean, but you know, that's what I'm saying. At the end of the day, it's just kind of crazy. Like, I, I just, I just feel like, damn, man, if you're in quarantine by yourself, it's kind of like, if you're not used to it, man, like, and you're one of those gym rats that your whole thing is going to the gym, like, uh, right now, you're, like, really, really fucking... <laughs> well, people who are dating right now, man, I mean, that's, that's gotta be tough. Oh, I heard the best, okay, I heard the best fucking uh, quarantine pickup line of the day, okay? So here's James's uh, quarantine pickup line of the day. I wish I had some more production sound effects, but maybe we can throw in a... Um, Anyways, all right, here's the quarantine Tinder pickup line of the day, all right? It's, uh, you can't spell quarantine with U-R-A-Q-T. <laughs> uh, I got to imagine, though, the, uh, the online porn has got to be doing pretty good right now. Online um, porn, porn hubs, yeah, they're, they're like soaring, you know what I mean? Breaking the internet. <laughs> yeah, man, but you know what? Um, I don't know, man. I, it just kind of seems like I feel bad for most of my like athlete friends because they can't do anything. They're like freaking out. But most of my artist friends, I feel like if they have some source of income, they're okay. If you're if you're like a, uh, like I said, if a, you're like a waiter right now, which I always thought was recession proof to be a waiter and shit like that. You know what I mean? But yeah, it may be recession proof, but it's not damn pandemic proof. Yeah, yeah, exactly, man. So this is kind of like I said, this is kind of crazy, man. And uh, well, what can you do? You, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but, but anyways, man, um, any other updates you want to give the audience, man? Uh, I don't know, man. We just got to kind of, um, you know, hang in there and, uh, you know, I think we got to remember how, how to do, remember how to do this so that in the future, um, you know, we don't, it doesn't, it's not such a shock because, uh, you know, it, it seems that they, the viruses keep getting worse and worse. Uh, it'd be crazy to think that they're not going to keep getting worse. Um, and so when you have a pandemic like this, um, you know, I, we just, we need to, um, be prepared, you know? Yeah. I mean, remember, I be prepared. Day, man. Um, you, you know, I've been, I've been like watching Franklin and Cyrus's TikTok, keeping myself entertained, man, <laughs> you, you know, making music. Yeah, you got to keep yourself entertained, man. You got to find a, a, an escape from this. I, I, the meditation is, is, you know, I keep doing my meditation and, um, Are you doing meditation during this period of time to kind of keep you sane? Yeah. yeah. I'm doing a lot of yoga at home, man. Just kind of working out at home. Um, but like I said, I kind of do this anyway. I feel like an asshole for saying that because like, I'm just not, nah, dude, you're usually on the road. You're I know, on the road but that, most that, of the I'm time. working if I'm on the road though. Now I get to right. chill. You, you, you know yeah. what I mean? So, 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 uh, you know, like call stacking tracks, man, you, you know, during this period of time, just, just make music. And then, uh, by the time, like we come out of this whole thing, um, I think, it, it, you know, we're going to be okay, man. And, uh, my main thing yeah, is, I just, I get caught up making, you know, little things like this guy. <laughs> I like that, man. I like that. Hey, you know what? This is a good time to kind of talk about our Patreon, dude. Okay. Because I kind of like set up, set it up. And, uh, um, if, if you're a, uh, 
you know, we, honestly, we're still going to do the podcast, guys, no matter what. Um, but we kind of had a lot of people ask us, hey, how can we support you guys, basically? And, uh, yeah. and at the end of the day, Teach is going to release a book soon. And, um, and we kind of want to give people... A little bit later than... <laughs> yeah, than now it's kind of... Previously yeah. thought, but yes. <laughs> you know, we got it. Uh, so basically, we have a, we have a bunch of... Uh, opportunities ways that you can support us from you know very little from like five bucks a month and then you get a free sticker the paint the town podcast sticker uh uh you know just to support us basically too and you get a shout out on the podcast so you know basically if you if you pay five bucks a month we'll shout you out so if you're a business or or an artist and you want to kind of get a free ad five bucks a month we'll shout you out on every single episode man just for five bucks a month man that's a fucking good deal man you know and the, the the most expensive one goes and teach. I don't know if I ran this by you and you're okay with this, but uh, <laughs> uh, $5,000 basically, uh, you can, you know, have a guest collab project with teacher and also street placement. It, it, you know what I mean? That's just kind of if you support the show, man. You okay with that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude, I'm totally, dude. If someone wants to support the show like that, I will help you design and I will cut the stencil for you and you know get it up in the street uh hopefully someone out there with a with a really cool message or idea or whatever uh with some cash um you know <laughs> and reach out business, and, and you uh you know it's, it's it'll be a write-off for you um but at the same time uh you'll get to keep the stencil i'll make a print for you uh on uh on canvas or paper or whatever for you to for you to keep sign it and everything um and uh you know it's a great way for you to help support what we're doing um and uh basically we're gonna like james says we're gonna keep doing what we do but um the more money that that we get to support us we're gonna start getting pieces of equipment and we're gonna start taking trips and going and visiting you know and we're gonna spend the money whatever money comes in we're gonna spend on, on the, show. the show and making it better we're gonna go uh you know see other artists in other countries and uh, the money is going to be 100% spent on uh, what we do. You know, there's no, we don't have an administration. <laughs> there's no uh, on the ground costs or anything like that. There's that guy right there and me right here uh, right now. So, uh, and, and our um, Brett, we also have our producers that come in and help out like within sure. the last episode, Richard yeah. and all the guys. Um, and uh, as time goes by, once this craziness gets taken care of and, and uh, we start uh, filming more episodes, um, you know, we'll, uh, we'll have more production uh, added to it. But um, yeah, this is a, you know, like James said, there's, there's any way to help from, you know, even if you just want to throw a one-time donation, you know, we'll, we'll uh, you know, uh, and get a one-time shout out, whatever. Uh, we appreciate all the support we get. Yeah, but I think at the end of the day, man, I mean, you know, I want to make it clear this is not like, hey, we need money for, for anything like that. We just kind of want to, uh, you know, everything that we do for the show is kind of spent out of our own pockets, which, you know, that's basically how you build a show and don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Um, but basically, we, we, we just want to find more creative opportunities to give back to you, the audience. Um, but anyways, man, uh, I think, you know, so just go check out our Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash show. Okay. Hey, I wanted to ask you, actually, I'm looking at our page and we have these cool little videos of uh, uh, Michael Goodman, man. Did you like those? What's, which one's that? 
these videos basically that Johnny put together for us, man. Y you know, they had the question on. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool, man. So go check those out on our page. Um, hey, I didn't know uh, Michael Goodman was on the Kardashians, man. <laughs> I didn't either. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I, I was just looking at it. I was like, uh, on his page, and I was like, oh shit, this guy's big time. Man. He's been on the Kardashians, like. Well, no, he deals, dude. He deals with, you know, some of the, um, you know, top uh, artists and and galleries in in the world. And so, you know, his client list is, you know, is it fluctuates, but it's up there. You know, he's got some of the richest people out there that he deals with. And uh, I've actually heard him dealing with some of the people when I was in the gallery there. And um, you know, it's. Uh, it's there's a technique to it you know um and uh yeah man i think uh just letting you know right now whenever uh tk is going to join and kind of give us an update i already gave him the meeting id and the password so uh any okay in time he could be he could be joining man um okay <clears throat> but yeah man how, how's the rest of your family doing man are your kids like freaking out or they're enjoying being at home and spending more time with us. <laughs> I mean, they're, you know, my, my daughter, uh, the, the, the stencil that she cut, um, you know, I, I did a post on it and, you know, she's got all these, she's just more comments than I ever get, <laughs> you know, giving her encouragement and everything, which is awesome. Um, what does she do? She, I, let me take a look at it. Don't give up. Mm. It says don't give up. And then I she like did like that. a little drop with a little splat or whatever. She yeah, calls yeah, it. yeah, yeah. It's so uh, positive, you know what I mean? She did a couple of different little um, uh, color combinations with it. Um, but I'll probably take it out with me one night and spray it up for her. You know, once figure out whatever color design she likes the most and try to do that for her. But she's already cutting another stencil, dude. Um, awesome, man. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, while uh, Lennox was cutting his stencil, she was projecting her next stencil and sketching it down. Um, so, Move over Meg Zany, man. Shit. <laughs> well, you know, she's she's a little bit obsessive. Um, but, uh, yeah, George yeah, so, uh, is uh, on her way to becoming the next uh, female street artist. I love it with the mask on and everything, man. You got to go over to Teacher's page and check it out on Instagram, man. It's super adorable, man. Uh, well, I, mean, I make sure we, uh, I got a couple of different masks now. Um, I make sure we, you know, try to keep it as safe as possible. But um, yeah, dude, they're, they're, uh, they're enjoying um, having the advanced art classes basically, you know, Monday through Friday. Like I was saying before, their, their school would have uh, an art docent and that would happen like once a month where they would go in and they would do an art project and it was basically one of these art projects where it's like, okay, do this. Okay, now do this. All right, now do this. You know, and I helped with a couple of those. And it was from, for someone like me, um, it was difficult <laughs> just because I'm used to doing pieces that are very, um, I don't know, there's just, there's a lot of effort into it. There's not, it's not so simple. And, and to try to do that with a kid, you can't do that. You got to do something that's very simple. And then as soon as you turn your head and if they have paint, man, it's everywhere. Like in a half a second, <laughs> it's everywhere, all over everything. And then to try to get them to stop and, you know, all of a sudden then they got it on someone else and they got it on someone else. And for oh, someone man. like me, that just drives me crazy. So they, uh, 
yeah, dude, they're, they're, the kids are enjoying the, the, the COVID-19 uh, pandemic because they're, they're, uh, they're hanging out with us more. They're getting to do some cool art projects. They're getting in better shape. Mm. Um, you know, they were not in that good of shape. They, the, the PE that they have at school, like I said, that happens, uh, I think, once a week. Once, once maybe a week. twice a week, they have PE. Jeez. Uh, so I've been running around and, and yeah. They, well, that's uh, good, man. I mean, I, I feel like, you know, your family seems to be kind of enjoying this period of time too, man. Like, uh, that, that's good. You guys are seeming to be getting closer. Um, so. well, you know what, uh, it, it, um, it really makes me appreciate what we have and being able to have a house in the yard that we can mm. go out in the yard and have some space and everything, because I, I really feel for people who you know like tk in new york um i've been to TK people who are in... I've, been, I've been to his pad before actually you know and people in new oh, york really? yeah 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 i've been to his i mean he does have like a little bit of a weird backyard for some reason man okay i don't know how in new yeah, york? yeah. <laughs> it's like a it's, it's like a corner it's not even a, you know but no he's like tk lives underneath a uh like outside an, he has an outside area like yeah it's small but yeah yeah he has an house he's clean he's cleaning it up we should ask him about it like when he uh when he uh when he finally joins in since he's late right now but uh, <laughs> i already texted him but um but uh <laughs> yeah no i've been to his place like he, he basically was telling me on the phone that uh uh people some people are still going out too like right now in new york just like not paying attention to it man so like and I'm telling you, man, it's a lot of the old people. Did you, did you see the, the mayor of Italy, basically? Um, you didn't hear about this? What? The mayor of Italy, uh, of one of the... Uh, okay, TK's going to join in right now. Um, oh, cool. Okay. Speaking of the guy. Where's the camera at? All right, I'm going to tell him we're ready for him. Okay, so How you doing on supplies, Teach? Supplies of what? <laughs> Food or whatever. I mean, like I said, you have family. You're kind of like stocked up already, right? Yeah, I mean, um, toilet paper. Luckily, I mean, we're able to order some stuff off of uh, Amazon. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we're still able to go down to Ralph's, get some stuff down at Ralph's. Um, Although toilet paper still in short supply. Yeah, I mean, you know, I ordered like 
I, I have some toilet paper, but I ordered some like boxes of Kleenex before, like people like freaked out and bought all those too. He, you know what I mean? So like, I mean, at the end of the day, like it's the same thing, right? Just don't like use too much of it. You know what I mean? Like, so like, but, but like I said, you're at home. I've been, I've been just like hopping in the shower, just say fuck it afterwards, just to save toilet paper. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm at home anyways, right? I'm just like, dude, since they're going to ration my no, shit. Dude, you know, in the, uh, in the old days, uh, you know, you said just have like a rag, you know, and then you'd <laughs> use the rag and you just rag, wash the rag out, you know? Yeah, man. All right. Um, just like they used to have cloth diapers that they would, you know, wash and reuse. <laughs> you know what my brother ended up potty training his uh his uh, uh son during this period of time because they got to stay at home anyways right this is the perfect time to potty train children there you go think about it right you, you know what i mean yeah. really, it's like you really have it's kind of like you get the the time to uh do some things that you really you know been needing to do at home too like you know cleaned out a little bit of my garage right i cleaned out uh my art room too so like i'm saying like you know, as long as like in ten days, like the world's not over and everybody has it, man. Like, <laughs> you, know, you know, I think it's gonna be okay, man. But if you're still out there, fucking just hanging out and just not doing anything, oh, there he is, man. TK, what's up? Hey, what's up, okay, brother? He's connecting the oh, audience. Hey. There you, go. you guys hear me now? Hey, what's going on, man? He's still alive, man. Shit. Right. How you guys holding up? We're doing good. Barely. Man. I was just telling James, homeschooling the kids, um, you know, uh, sounds cool. Like, hey, teacher, yeah, you're homeschooling your kids and everything, right? Dude, <laughs> I, I'm lucky to have my, my wife and our friend that lives with us to help doing most of the academic stuff because I, I struggled with that stuff when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, I didn't know until later in life that I was partially dyslexic, you know. <laughs> um, but uh, he's having a good time homeschooling his kids, man. It, it's been a, it's been an issue. But anyways, man, I just wanted to catch up with you, man. Good to see you, man. Good to see that you're still alive, bro. Uh, yeah, likewise. Glad both you guys are still hanging in there. I mean, we watched the news. Basically, the apocalypse has arrived, man. You, 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 you know what I mean? <laughs> Welcome right? to the future. Yeah, really. <laughs> but like, it's you know, how is it over there? Crazy. You're in Brooklyn, man. I've been to your pad, dude. It's like it's a nice, sweet pad. And uh, uh, like I said, we walked from a bar back and then like uh, we just chill for a little bit man you know and i basically uh tell us how it is out there in uh, the epicenter ground zero man uh you know it's sort of surreal right because on some days you wouldn't even notice anything was different and then other days you know it's just like you you walk by an intersection where normally there'd be a million people you know and there's no one mm -hmm. um but you know i mean it is you know it's been taking effect this we're basically for me and uh my my roommate were on like day 12 of quarantine are you guys about uh, to kill each other <laughs> no actually it's been going pretty well well it's a it's a funny story he's uh he's our layout designer uh in from brazil and he happened to arrive uh right before everything kind of fucking you know shit hit the fan um but we've been making it work it's been going pretty well you know we got a daily routine where we wake up clean the apartment you know, workout, whatever. I've been doing a lot like home improvements, you know, and then taking some time to do uh, up work, some freelancing work, you know, get some sunshine when we can. Um, 
Nice, man. But nice. Yeah, it's a, it's a strange, strange time, man. What about for food, man? Because, like, I feel like in New York, man, because, like, in California, we, over here, we, like, stock our fridges. We have, like, we go to Costco, we buy a bunch of shit, we bring it back in the car. <laughs> you, you know what yeah. I mean? So, like, I'm like, hey, man, look, I don't leave my house anyways, but I'm going to be fucking posted up in here for fucking two <laughs> weeks until we get to figure this shit out. You know what I mean? So, but yeah. in New York, man, you got to go to the bodega. You know what I mean? What are you guys doing, man? Um, yeah, so I mean, a lot of the the big supermarkets are still open, but they get a bit crazy. I mean, you know, the obvious things running out. We uh, we stocked up my apartment with you know, the essentials: cereal, pasta, eggs, PB and J, all that good jazz. Um, but honestly, a lot of times I just go to my local bodega. You know, they know me. I've been living here a while. I got the hookup. I can get my cheap cigarettes. I can get. Uh, <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, you know, get my sandwiches. So it's it's not too different in that regard. So um, people aren't afraid to go outside for food or anything like that, because I feel like that's kind of like how how people are starting to act like in California, man. Like you, you know what I mean? Like hey, we can't go to the restaurants. Like people like restaurants mm -hmm. are basically like fucked right now because like nobody's yeah, no going restaurants out. are fucked i mean even here i mean mm -hmm. last week um you know they they implemented the uh the pause um which stands for i think policies are uniform it it basically was the shutdown i i forget right. what the acronym they made stands for um and yeah all the restaurants for the most part have closed down cafes are all closed it's funny. It was kind of bittersweet. I went to my local cafe that I, I usually work at every day, you know, and I went there and they were, they were just trying to sell off everything they could just to, you know, make some money while they realized that they're not even going to be open. Um, and, you know, they, they hooked me up. They gave me some free bread. You know, I wish them the best. They wish, wish me the best. So yeah, it's, uh, it's, I think. Apocalyptic. Yeah, it is. It, it's apocalyptic. I mean, even, you know, today it's kind of dreary out. It really adds to the effect. Yeah, that's great. That even adds to it. It's like, great, perfect weather is perfect for it as well. Yeah, exactly. The The weather really sets the, the mood, you know. But everything here is very day by day. I mean, it's it's leveled out a little bit. You know, over the past two weeks, it was sort of like every day there would be a new announcement of what was changing, what was, you know, what was going to stay open. There was a lot of people afraid of whether or not uh, the subways were going to be open because that's, you know, the lifeline of New York. Um, they are still open, but they're reducing some of the hours on some of the lines. Um, I see. What yeah. about platforms? Are the platforms crowded? Is everyone at least being respectful and staying six feet apart? Uh, to be honest, um, most people, you know, have been kind of respecting the social distancing, not going out too much. I feel like when people go out, it's either for a run just to get some sunlight or to get supplies, no one's really partying, um, which, you know, is, is what we kind of have to do. And when you think of it in the grand scheme of things, uh, giving up partying for a couple weeks isn't really the end of the world. But hey, um, man, I can't wait for the fucking girls after this whole thing gets out, man. Damn, people are yeah. pissed up, man. <laughs> yeah, well, I was going to say, you know, we were actually planning the next up release. We were going to have it slated for April, but, you know, I've basically looked at April now as a, a lost Lock. cause. I'm thinking, you know, we'll return to new normality. Best case scenario sometime in May. Realistic scenario sometime in June. Worst case scenario, August. Um, but we Eventually. Yeah, exactly. The eventually. It's the uncertainty of not knowing how long things are going to go on for. But basically what we've been doing is just, you know, continuing to work and having everything lined up so that when we get the green light to, to you know, 
return to things, we get to be the party that it's like, welcome back to the world, you know? Yeah. What about so, crime, man? How, what about crime out there? Is crime worsening as- I was just gonna ask, have you, had, have you noticed any um, more or less graffiti around? Uh, yes, so that's actually a very interesting point. I'll, I'll answer teacher first. Um, street art has more or less, you know, especially permitted walls has basically stopped. Um, but graffiti on the other hand has been flourishing, you know, and there's actually a lot of uh, old murals you're seeing getting tagged up a lot. A lot of graph dudes are kind of taking this time to sort of retake the streets in a way, which is sort of interesting to observe. Mm. Um, to, to the question of crime, um, you know, you hear things, you see things, there's definitely a lot of tension. I've seen a couple fights break out, um, you know, so that, that's kind of underlying. There, it hasn't been- What does a fight good. look like? Are they like spitting and coughing at each other or? I haven't seen that, though I, I've seen that on the news <laughs> that people are like, you know, kind of like, eh, 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 just trying to be a dick about it. Um, you bring masks when they go outside? Um, no, because they say that uh, you don't really need the mask unless you are like unless you're positive for it. In which exactly case, to, to keep from spreading it. It's the only exactly. reason why you should wear a mask is if you have it and you don't want to spread it. Yeah, it can actually help you to get it. Yeah, you, because it, if it'll you don't have it. It can cause you to get it more probably if you wear a fucking mask. Mm. So exactly. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's kind of great. well. I mean, I'm just saying from from just from the whole China thing, they made everybody in China wear masks. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. And uh, now we have a mask shortage over here. So they yeah. could be just saying that because they don't want you to hoard the masks. You, you know what I mean? But then there's the other point where that, you know, you could have it and not even know it. So probably should wear a mask anyway then, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. If you don't know you have it and you feel fine, but you're spreading it. Yeah, then... you're just pushing it around. Yeah. yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, man, I'm fucking counting the days like that I've last seen a soul, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm like... If I've been in here for fucking 14 days, then I know I don't fucking have it. Yeah, right? <laughs> you know, well, like, you know, at least the virus, you know, right? So I'm just yeah. trying to do my fucking 14 days, man. I don't yeah. know what I'm fucking doing 14 years, man. You know, I mean, I can do 14 <laughs> days, man. Like, shit, dude. Like, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny because it's like, you know, typically on a New York day, you see the mask every now and then. You know, honestly, uh, most predominantly in Asian American communities, people just wear it. I think it's more culturally acceptable. regardless yeah now, yeah they now you see it, everyone people wearing masks people wearing bandanas just covering their face up um and so that that kind of sets the apocalyptic setting a little bit yeah um, makes everyone look like a, a graffiti artist basically if they're wearing them <laughs> yeah exactly like everyone's kind of kind of got that going on um but yeah, no, I mean, there hasn't really been too, too much crime, at least not that I've noticed, but the real fear, and I've talked to a couple of people, um, like, you know, LA-based artist Dirk Cobain, he and I have been chatting a bit about the fear is that, you know, if this goes on, you know, months, there's going to be looting and riots. Um, that's sort of a inevitability, I think, if, if things don't clear up in some way, just because there's a lot of tension in the air, people are sort of stressed about the potential for a recession or, you know, God forbid, a depression. And so, yeah, I, I've been sort of conscious of that. I mean, thankfully, you know, where my apartment is, it's in a pretty, I mean, Bushwick itself is sort of on that border of gentrified and not gentrified. Um, but my apartment, you know, it's got a good lock. It's got all that. But I will say there was one funny story. The other night I was walking out at like 3 a.m., just going to my bodega on the corner. Um, and, you know, I've been a little bit more conscious when I go out at night just because I've heard of people getting mugged and stuff. This guy comes up to me and it was, I, you know, I thought he was going to ask me for money or something the way he approached me. 
But then he goes, uh, hey, man, uh, do you use facial products? And it like, kind of caught me by surprise. I was like, what? He's like, yeah, you, you use facial products for your face or anything. I'm like, not, not really, you know. He's like, what about for your beard? Do you use beard oil? And I'm like, no, no, I'm good. He's like, because I got the good stuff. And he opens his jacket, and he's got a thing of, like, high-end beard oil trying to sell on the streets. And oh it, was, my God. it was so fucking random. <laughs> it was like, like my toilet paper guy, but with hacks with beard products. Yeah, <laughs> right? It was so surreal. And I was like, no, 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 I'm good. He's like, all right, all right. Well, you, if you don't need beard oil anymore as a uh, – What about – bullets and i was like what he's like yeah you know I, I got i got bullets if you need bullets and i was like i can't i was like not yet i mean fuck who knows and uh if we really become you know full-on apocalypse in a couple weeks maybe i'll hit you up but i just, I just <laughs> thought it was the funniest most surreal thing that the dude was you know out on the street <laughs> hustling oil oil bullets, bullets. yeah it was crazy <laughs> very it was a very new york moment you know <laughs> yeah man. well shit man anyways man i just wanted to thank you man for coming on dude and just uh giving us an update man um can you talk a little bit about your uh next issue or how many you, you still sell did you sell out of your second issue yet uh we haven't finished selling out so our first issue we printed 250 copies and we sold out all 250 our second issue uh we printed a thousand copies and we've got about a hundred left um nice. so kind of on the note of how everything's connected uh we had set up a series of distributors we've got one in la we got one in oakland we got about six in new york a couple upstate and i had actually set up uh, a couple deals with um, a bookstore in boston another in denver and another in portland and nice. uh, i had them cancel their orders uh last mm. minute um right as everything was kind of going into effect and and you know they were very apologetic like hey sorry you know we i know we agreed on this but with with everything happening we have to count every penny and and i was understanding you know i can't be mad about that but it was a little frustrating for us um you know we we were kind of moving our last sets of units when this all set in um but you know so it goes we've, we've already sold 900 of a thousand is still pretty good yeah. and i i'm pretty confident we're going to move that last hundred whether it's you know now or in a couple weeks especially when we put out our next issue um but yeah it, it is interesting how you see sort of the effects taking hold you know and and the domino effects or ripple effect rather of you know how this uncertainty kind of affects the economy how that affects local businesses i've talked to a lot of artists who are who are a bit worried you know, knowing that, you know, opportunities might dry up soon. Um, so Dirt and I have been joking about uh, what we're calling secure the bag, which is uh, a metaphor for basically get your money right before you worry about anything else. Yeah. So you gotta secure the bag before uh, you can stress. Get the deposit. Anything. Yeah, get exactly. Get the deposit. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Hey, one of the ways that we wanted to support you too during this time, man, is mm -hmm. basically – in our Patreon, if you become a uh, VIP patron, you actually get a free subscription to the Up Magazine too. Um, oh, fuck uh, yeah, okay, you cool. contribute to us, basically. So I wanted to share that with you. I mean, basically, we just got to get a copy from you, man, to send it to the, yeah, send for it to sure. the VIP I mean, patron. As of right now, um, mail services are all still up and running so I can ship you guys out of box. Yeah, um, so I'm just, I'm just kind of letting you know. Um, these, you know, we got to support each other as artists during this period of time, man. I, you know, we can always count on Teach to go out and put, you know, things on the street, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he, he was out immediately with that TP, man. Just, you know, I said, <laughs> you know, and we, like I said, let's just each yeah. do 
do what we can and we figure out who doesn't have something to do and then find those people things to do, man. This is kind of like how we can support each other um, during this period of time, man. So yeah, well, it's funny because and what, know, hey, whatever to... you do, whatever you do, don't let don't let this guy, don't let him get to you. Okay? <laughs> yeah, because he, he may mean well, but yeah, <laughs> he, he just yeah, doesn't right. know what the right thing to do is sometimes. Well, it's funny that I think this whole you know not to get too political, but. I feel like it's sort of the na- the emperor is naked, you know? It shows just the gross incompetency of his administration in light of everything. And, and you know, you, you have to hope that, that his supporters, at least some of them, will finally start to see. It's like, you know, whatever you think of his politics, he, does, he does, doesn't know how to run things, you know? He's yeah. bankrupted all of his companies. He's going to bankrupt the country. I think he meant, I think he means well. I think he meant to assure people with some of these news briefings that he's done and yeah if he just goes off the teleprompter then it's okay but every single time he goes off the teleprompter and then he just starts spouting some crazy shit like like yeah. when he then, said like when he said basically trade from europe is going to be stopped <laughs> you, you know what i mean like people yeah. were freaking out man it's like or, dude you can't that, that's like some serious like flights by like, easter easter yeah. we're gonna be all right like trade from europe like i was what? freaking out i was thinking like damn we're gonna get a, a a crazy upsell because they're banning exports from europe i mean he literally said that and yeah everybody's freaking out you know what i mean like well, that's the other thing is he he just so accustomed to bullshitting and just speaking on the fly which you know some people find endearing well, the problem is, is that when you're president, you know, your words have weight. And so, you know, you say you're going to stop trade with Europe or whatever, and all the stocks are obviously going to reflect that sentiment, you know, and, and you see the sort of volatility that comes with that. But, you know, it's also one of those things, I think, in, in a time like this, you know, people are looking for answers, they're looking to their leaders for guidance, which is understandable. But a lot of it's just common sense, you know, wash your hands. Well, you know what? I show this stuff because I'm trying to make humor of it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really wish that, that uh, you know, um, that he could get everything under control and, and calm everything down, you know. I, I really don't wish that all this crazy stuff would happen just so that he looks bad, which is what they're trying to say. A lot of people are, you know, yeah. you're just happy to see this horrible stuff happen so you can have someone to blame. And it's like, no, no. I don't want to be, you know, having to stop my artist in residence that I was doing and, yeah. you know, adjust my life and, and uh, stop my, my, my wife's production on her film and, and all this other stuff that's going on, you know? Yeah. Um, and if you notice recently, I, I've been doing, I've been staying away from doing uh, polarizing political pieces. So yeah. I decided to, you know, because there's enough of that anyway, the people that I, who I'm trying to help understand, there's, it's a waste of time anyway. So yeah. I'm focusing more on animals and just trying to get a peaceful message out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, there, there are still ways like, I don't mind doing a, a piece about um, the government and how I am not happy with how long it's taken them to, to get a stimulus package together and yeah. to get this under control and to help people, to make people feel like it's under control. You have friends yeah, that are like hurting right out there right now. You got, you got China and even Russia are sending aid to other countries. Yeah. And, and, and meanwhile, we can't even take care of ourselves. 
Do you have yeah. friends that are hurting out there, TK, for money? I mean, it's been a while for you guys, a little bit longer, you, you know, in lockdown, yeah. if you like. I think, um, you know, I think the uncertainty is, is having a bigger effect, like I was saying about, you know, the thing of our distributors. Um, that being said, I think, you know, if you hustle, you can still find opportunities. Uh, it's funny, I recently took on a, a consulting gig. I'll give a shout out to them, uh, Mural in uh, New Rochelle. I, I can't really speak too much on it because it's still in development. And uh, because they're New Rochelle, which is um, a little bit upstate, they've actually had the highest number of cases outside the city. Um, and, you know, I thought that project was going to fall through. But I've been talking uh, with the guy who's running it, Jordan, and he's, he's a very smart man. He's very on top of his game. Um, and so we're still working on it. Again, same thing, sort of taking this opportunity while everything's on pause to sort of get the back end in order so that when things do lift, everything's ready to roll. Are you and talking I feel about like, that uh, mural, like the uh, picture, moving picture frame? Um, no, maybe that's something different. The, okay. What he's trying to set up, um, and I think it's, it's genius, honestly, is it's something that connects uh, artists. Um, basically, it's a platform that connects real estate developers with artists to help artists um, you know, uh, find walls and help developers find artists, essentially. Nice. Um, but again, I, I can't really speak too much on it yet. Because okay. everything's still in development, but uh, he's Good a luck with that man. Hope it develops nicely. Yeah, right. Well, again, uh, and it's taking the the silver lining of all this while everything's on pause. I think you know, if you are someone with a project or a passion, now's the time to sit and work on it. You know, it's like yeah. it's everything Make plans, else is get prepared. Down. Exactly. Now's time to learn your fucking wife's language, man. How <laughs> <laughs> you teach? I'm just saying in general. You know, yeah. 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 <laughs> Maybe you want to learn German. I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> man. Well, TK, man, thank you so much, man, for for kind of just uh, stopping by, man. And uh, you know, we really appreciate you, man. So, uh, yeah, sure. yeah. Like I said, just let keep us updated on Up Magazine and what's going on. And uh, we'll, you know, we'll keep you in the plug too. But like I said, if you're a VIP patron with us, basically. And you donate um, 150 bucks a month, we're gonna give you a free uh, uh, subscription to uh, Up Magazine as well, too, man. So thank you so much, TK. All right. Yeah, for sure. Thank you guys for having take me, care, man. Stay All safe. Right, All right, take it easy. See ya. Peace.